0: Hi, and welcome to The Conscious Loop, where woo-woo and the real world collide. I'm your host, Katrina DeAngelis. Join me as we explore what it looks like to live consciously almost always. Each episode, we dive into transforming mindsets and shifting paradigms through topics such as developing self-awareness, living authentically, communication, strengthening relationships, and leading from the inside out. If you're ready to break out of your unconscious loops and discover what else is possible, you came to the right place. You ready? Let's dive in. Hello, hello. So today I wanted to jump on here and do a real quick micro boost. So I'll definitely go into this deeper in another episode and honestly you'll probably hear me talk about it so often which is why i wanted to do a short quick episode on it and it's all on how our thoughts shape our reality so i'll say that one more time our thoughts shape our reality this comes from so many different practices a lot of therapists use it it's in cognitive behavioral therapy thought work when you hear me talk about it you'll hear me reference some of the leaders who've really brought this into the space, but it's used in different ways by coaches and therapists and different authors. And so what this means is external events don't necessarily cause your experience or behavior or your results. It's your internal experience that is guiding it. So something happens externally and we internalize that through stories, through our thoughts, and through even reinforcing information that we're seeking to confirm those stories and thoughts. But it's not objective truths. It's the reality that we're creating for ourselves and that we continue to then reinforce through confirmation bias. And so I'll give you an example of this. So, the sequence of how this typically goes is there is a situation, a circumstance, a specific event that triggers. A thought or a story. So the situation or event is facts. It is objective. It is a fact. It is neutral and it is an event. We then internalize that through a story, but we take that story or that thought as the truth, as the fact. But this is different. Now that story triggers an emotion and it triggers an experience in our body which can typically lead to a reaction. And when we're reacting to something from that story and from that emotion, it's going to lead to a result. And so what happens here is the neutral event is going to actually lead to the results that we're likely actually probably trying to avoid because we're acting in a way that is reinforcing and believing a story that might not actually be true. That was a lot. So. Let me go through that as an example. Let's say you're at work and you're in a meeting and somebody is leading the meeting. They're really talking a lot. Now, the situation is that you're in a client meeting and this person is leading the conversation and they're talking to the client. You might start to internalize that and tell yourself the story that they don't want you to speak up. They're not, allow- they're not giving you space to to share your opinion, they don't want you to share your opinion, they don't value your opinion, maybe they don't want you to to jump in, and so then the emotion that might come up, depending on how you feel about that situation, might be discouraged, it might be irritated, it might be angry, it might be frustrated, and you're probably, this is probably not even a one-off situation, this is probably something that happens often, and and you are seeking now confirmation for that belief. And so what's happening here is the situation is neutral. You're in a meeting, the per- your coworker is leading the meeting, and they are speaking to the client. Now, if you be- believe that story, then what might you do? You might not speak up even when you want to. You might look away, you might not be as engaged, you might not feel as confident. And then the result of that behavior is going to be that you don't feel like you've got a word in you don't feel respected. you might be irritated and then treat your coworker from that space of irritation and now when we when we think about the result, oftentimes the story is what we don't want, right? Like we don't want to not be respected or we don't want to not have an opportunity to contribute or not be a contributor in a project or a meeting or whatever it is but the result is exactly that the result is that you didn't contribute so that very story actually led to the behavior that's giving you the result that is now reinforcing that story so really what you want to try and do in between the situation and the story that pops up is pause and ask yourself, is that true? Is that a thought or this story? Is that an observable fact? So, now as I go through this, hopefully you're starting to think of maybe all these situations now where you might have had these stories, different stories pop up. I want you to think about one story. Now, knowing all of this, what is one story that, if dropped, would transform your life? Which story, if dropped, would transform your life? I love this quote that Marissa Peer has, and it is, it, it's a question that she gets people to think about. When you realize that you are feeding yourself lies through these stories that we tell ourselves to events, what's a better lie? Our brains are going to believe it anyway, so what's a better lie? It would be better to believe in that situation that you can speak up that they do want to hear your opinion, that they do want you to contribute. Whether or not either one is true, the question is, what's going to lead to better results? Which story will lead to better results? So, situation comes up. You have a story, you have a thought. You internalize that, story, that situation. Ask yourself, can I know for sure that that's true? And if the answer is no to that, what else could be true? What's the better lie? Now choose that story just for a moment and ask yourself, how would I behave now from this space? So if I'm the coworker in the room and, and my coworkers speaking up and and leading the meeting and they're on a roll and maybe I feel like I can't get a word in, if I choose to believe the story they're talking so much they don't want me to get a word on and they don't want me to speak I'm likely not going to speak up because I'm going to believe that story and I'm going to reinforce the story that I'm actually trying to avoid. Now if I choose to believe the story that they're just super excited and they're just really in their own element not noticing that they're speaking so much then I'm going to intentionally try and get a word in when there's a pause. I'm going to put my hand up, make a motion. I'm probably going to do something that's going to allow me to speak when the time is right and make it more obvious that I do have something to share rather than either dimming my light or just being shut down. And so therefore, I can say, hey, I actually have something I want to add. That's my behavior when I'm believing the story that it's okay for me to contribute. They want me to contribute. I'm not telling myself that I'm not allowed to contribute or they're not try- they don't want me to contribute. So my behavior is going to be completely different. And therefore, my results are going to be completely different. Okay? Let's use another example. You're dating someone. Situation. You send a text at 9 a.m. They respond at 5 p.m. Facts. The thought and story that pops up. They must not even like me, they took all day to respond to me. The emotion might be sadness, frustration, disappointment. Now your behavior from that place and believing that story might be a bit disengaged or it might be trying even harder to get validation and reassurance. The behavior is going to be dependent on you but the important part is you are behaving directly in relation to the story that you're telling yourself about the neutral event so again and your results are going to be proportional and directly related to that story and the behavior so what is a better story First of all, can you know that that's true, that they don't care, they must not like you because they took long to respond? No, you can ask, you can ask and find out, of course, but you, you do not know that that is true. So, what is a better story? A better story could be, they were busy, they got back to me, you know, they seem engaged. And the behavior then might be that you respond naturally in a way that is also neutral and feels good. And the results are going to be that you will determine whether or not they are right for you or if you know they like you or even if you like them. But you're not going to be living in the space of they must not like me, they must not care to respond, they must not want to see me. You're not behaving in that space because you will make that come true <laughs> through your behavior. So everything comes back to that story. We are constantly being guided by the stories that we tell ourselves. So asking yourself, can I know for sure that that's true? When you feel that emotional reaction, it's likely that it is due to a story. So question that. What triggered it? What is the situation? If you act or behave from that story that you're telling yourself, is that going to be supportive? And if not, what's a better story? So now knowing all of this, I want to ask you one question to end off here. What story, if dropped, would transform your life? Which story, if dropped, would transform your life? When you think about the stories that come up for you consistently or maybe more often on a daily basis, Maybe it's, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, they'll be mad at me, I'll get it wrong, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't belong here, I'm just going to disappoint them. Whatever the story is, which story feels relevant for you, and it doesn't even have to be one of the ones that I listed, of course, which story, if dropped, would transform your life? And what story can you replace it with? All right. I will see you next time on The Conscious Loop. If you would like to dive deeper into this work one-on-one, please get in touch. Book some time on my calendar. In the show notes, I'm taking on five new coaching clients every three months. So would love to see if it's a good fit. All right. See you soon on The Conscious Loop. Like what you heard and want more? Stay connected with our community on social media using the links below. Like us on your favorite podcast provider and sign up for the Conscious Loop newsletter, where we only send you goodies with one intent, to break your unconscious loops. If you have an unconscious loop you want to break free from, let us know so we can feature that loop on the show. Info and show notes, and we'll see you next time in the Conscious Loop.